the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Let's go to Richard in New York. Hello, Richard. How are you? Hey, Glenn. How are you doing? Very good. Hey, Glenn. How are you doing? Very good. All right. Uh, I'm giving you a call because I, I think the, the narrative needs to change from gun control to people control. I don't think the, 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 the government's got it right on this one. Um, I also think that I have two proposed ideas that I think would, would, would resolve a lot of the issues. I don't think anything will be ever fix 100 percent the issues of gun, of gun violence or any type of violence for that matter. Um, but I think the, the issue should be if we ask our police departments and people in the police department to take a psychological evaluation, pri- a written one, prior to being hired to be on the, on the police department, um, I think that to, in order to purchase a firearm, you should have to go through the same exact Exam. Why is that? I think that would take care of the mental illness issue with with people who are mentally ill. It'll also resolve the issue of temporary insanity. What stops a person who has, you know, who's 50 years old, gets fired from their job and goes buys a weapon and, and goes on a mass shooting at their job? You know, the only thing that would stop them is if they had to take an exam that would test their temperament. And to see if they're eligible to purchase a firearm. All right. Well, a couple of a couple of thoughts with this, Richard. Um, uh, first of all, temporary insanity is not insanity. So there's no test for temporary insanity. It's it's something that you you snap. That's why it's called temporary insanity because something extraordinarily emotional just happened to you and you snap and you wouldn't necessarily be able to test for that in advance. The second thing is is you're talking about applying a standard that is given to the police department. Well, the police, it's, it's not a right to be a police officer. Okay, that's a privilege. That's a job. It's not a right. And, and you said something that I thought was, was disturbing. I think I understand what you're saying, but um, the key word here is control. You said we got to go from gun control to people control. Well, that's really the same thing. That's why the Second Amendment exists. So someone cannot control the people. So the people can control themselves. So if, 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 we, if we look at this and say, is it a right? See, this is, the, this is the problem that we're having, is we're dancing around the issue. Is my owning a gun a right? If it is a right then I automatically have it. I've been endowed by my creator. So anything that stands between that right and me is unnatural and wrong, according to the Constitution. Anything that happens after I receive that right, then you can do that. So in other words, I have the right to own a gun, and uh, I want to. you want to test me before I get the gun? No. Uh, you you want to say that there are things in place that if I start to have erratic behavior, you can go in front of a court and constitutionally for my fourth and fifth amendment have due process. You can't just take my gun, but I have due process. Then you can do that. But it's either a right or it's not. It's the same as voting rights. It's a right to vote. So anytime you want to put a poll tax, anytime this was the problem with African-Americans, let, let, well, you got to pass this test to see if you're really able to vote. No, I don't. It's my right to vote. And, 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 I, and I agree with that to a, to a certain extent. But I think if we can put parameters on 
different events of life of to test you to figure out if you're qualified qualified to do certain things qualified to be a lawyer just because i go read the law books tomorrow doesn't qualify there's a parameter it's not a right it's not a right and a right to be a lawyer right it's not a right to, to be a lawyer you could do this you just have to you have to get rid of the second amendment to do yeah it. yeah i mean look it, 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 richard this may be what you know we end up doing i hope to god not and but i and i see your reason um, however, you f- to get there, you must deny that owning a gun is a right. And that's where, you know, half of the country is, that it's not a right. Well, it is. And the only way around it is to abolish the Second Amendment, which can be done. We've done it to the, what is it, the 18th Amendment, which was the Prohibition right, Amendment. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you can abolish the Second Amendment. I highly recommend against it. I think this is really important to um, to have this conversation. And that is, what is a right? What does it mean? What does the Constitution and the Bill of Rights mean? And the Bill of Rights and, and the constitutional amendments are really clear. And and most people, most people don't think of it this way. But let's start with the 13th Amendment, Stu. That abolished slavery, did it not? No, it did not. Wait a minute. No, it no. The Thirteenth Amendment said all indentured servants and all slaves, no more, no more slaves. Yeah, it could kind of say that. However, it left an exception out. An exception. An exception. If it's only it can, you are prohibited from uh, putting someone in involuntary servitude or slavery, except for a punishment of uh, uh, for a crime. We've seen uh, people on the side of the road collecting trash. You've seen this in every, you know, prison movie going back the past 100 years. Right. Chain gangs. Chain gangs, right? I mean, this is that is essentially involuntary serv- servitude. Right. It's a form of slavery it's, if you will. You're yeah. a slave to the system. You will do and work as the system says because so the 13th amendment says there's no slavery or involuntary servitude. Unless, or except this. Mm -hmm. Okay. We all know the Third third, third Amendment, right? Nobody knows the Third Amendment. (laughs) It's my favorite amendment. It is mine mine too. (laughs) I don't know why. You shall not be required to quarter soldiers in your home. That's what the amendment says, right? No, it doesn't. No. It says unless. Unless it's wartime and they pass a law saying they can put quartered soldiers right. in your home. <laughs> so in other words, you can say, uh, you're not quartering these soldiers in my home and you can hold up the 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 uh, Third Amendment and say, absolutely, that's against the Constitution. They say, no, actually we're at war and here's the law we passed. Okay, so there are exceptions and they're written into the Constitution. Now, most of them don't have the unless, but there is only one that says, and there is no unless <laughs> there is no exception and you will not infringe on this. The Second Amendment is the strongest right because there is no unless there is no ifs, ands or buts. Yeah. I mean, even if you look at the First Amendment, it, it just talks about Congress making laws. You know, it prohibits right. Congress from making laws that will uh, any law respecting an establishment of a religion. Right. Mm-hmm. But as we know, you know, the states still had state Massachusetts had a state religion when this thing was passed. Right. It, it, there are all sorts of exceptions. The second one is really clear. They seem to make that one really important. Hey, you can't infringe on this one. So the, the reason why you have to understand that this is a right 
This is a right and not a suggestion. It is something that, according to our system of government, you are born with certain rights. And they can't ever be taken away from you unless there's an exception. But there is one right that says shall not be infringed. So this is a God-given right that nobody can take away. If you understand that it is a right first, then you can understand and tie it in other things. For instance, voting, voting, poll taxes. We all know that that was that was uh, an infringement on a right. You, you, I don't, wait a minute. Because I'm African-American, I have to pay a tax? Because I'm African-American, I have to take a test? No, I don't have a test that I have to take. I have a right. Unless it's taken away because I'm a criminal. And that's a new addition. So you have a right to vote. We all know. They don't spy on you as the default. Well, I mean, now they do because we're violating the 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 uh, Fourth Amendment. But they don't. We all know the government does not have a right to spy on you. What they have is a uh, is no right to spy on you unless they can go to a court and get a warrant because they've proved there's enough here that we need to follow and spy you uh, spy on you. So there is an unless. In that right. There isn't with voting. There isn't an unless. There's just age. There isn't an unless in the Second Amendment. You want all of your rights. Rights are yours by default. What people are talking about now is, no, well, let's make the default you don't get one unless you do this. No, no, no. Rights mean you have that unless you do these things. Yeah, I mean, it goes fundamentally. It's the constitutionalist argument is you're innocent unless you're proven guilty. Right. And the current way of looking at this from the left and others is you're guilty unless you can be proven innocent. Right. That's a huge, massive. It's 180 degrees different. That is no longer a right. That becomes then a privilege. Now, with this, we have to talk about responsibilities. If you are not responsible, you lose your rights. And quite honestly, that's why we are losing rights now. Because we have shown ourselves irresponsible with those rights. Everybody always says, I have rights, you know. Yeah, 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 I know. But you also, dude, have responsibilities. Let's go to Mike in California. Hello, Mike. You're on the Glenbeck program. Hey, Glenn and Stu. How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, I just wanted to say the whole thing about the psychological background checks. Yeah. I, for one, don't trust psychologists, and I think a lot of Americans feel this way. The the uh, APA has been completely politicized. Their votes on transgenderism and homosexuality and all that proves it they, they were political votes not doing having anything to do with actual data and studies and i've known i mean i've known a lot of people who are messed up people who went into psychology to try to figure themselves out and then they came out with a job 
you know? <laughs> so, I mean, I thought I had, I knew one marriage and family therapist who was bipolar and manic. So yeah. I, you know, there, we have to be much. You're exactly right, Mike, on this, that we have to be really careful uh, about anything having to do with uh, psychiatric being a default because everything is being politicized. Now, that's why the proposal that the that the right is proposing is that we we have a system to where your family, just like committing people where your family can come in and say, look, uh, your honor, we need to make sure that he doesn't have these guns because he is a danger. And that's that could have that could have stopped uh, the uh, shooting in Florida would have stopped, would have stopped. The, the parents called and said, can you come please take the guns? Thanks, Mike. Jamal, North Carolina. Hello, Jamal. Hey, Glenn, what's going on this morning? Hey, Stu, let me say this real quick. When President Trump did what he said about the due process, he, what he was saying was also was, you have liberals that have come out the due process for everything else. This whole Me Too movement was attack on due process. So what he was basically saying is when CNN, MSNBC, and all the mainstream media come after him, whenever he says something, they come after him. So if he get Democrats in the media over at the say, okay, fine, President Trump is against due process. Well, we are supporting due process. So now by them doing that, by them going against him and saying, well, he's against due process, he can't do that. Well, here's the thing. Now what they have done, they have sh- now they have shut down the Me Too movement. They have shut down Black Lives Matter trash. They have shut down some of their main liberal agendas because their main <laughs> liberal agendas are against due process. So, J- Jamal, you are, you are way ahead of the game. You are right <laughs> on the money on how due process, anybody who is against this, but for the Me Too movement in the way it's, I mean, to its nth degree, you're exactly right. But I believe beyond that, you are a little wishing and hoping kind of like people were when uh, <laughs> Justice Roberts said, no, I'm 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 cool with the whole tax people, you know, just to be an honest citizen. <laughs> this is like sixty seven thousand uh, dimension chess we're talking yes, about. with yes. Well, Glenn, I'm going to tell you this. The Republicans, we play checkers while the Democrats play chess and liberals play chess. I am a Trump fanatic. I love President Trump. I love you guys, too. But here's the thing also. When they have been attacking the Second Amendment ever since 1934, when they passed the the amendment, the law against the cops of submachine gun, that's when they first started doing it. They've been eroding the Second Amendment more and more. They found more reasons to deny you the right to have the second than they do for voting. I, I, I support voter ID, okay? Let me tell you this. I support voter ID. I believe it is. The failures in the black community is the failure of the black church. And every time you turn around, they come about voter ID. They always want to make it look like it's racism and poll because the Democrat Party feeds that. Now, if they want to sit there and they want to say about the Second Amendment, this is why they can always run to the argument, Glenn, where we, 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 you, you can't have an automatic. You can't have an automatic. The, the liberals and the communists, what they did long ago, was they, they set up a chessboard, because I love chess. They put a pawn in a certain place where you can't bring your knight, you can't bring your bishop, you can't bring your queen out at all. You can't do that, because that pawn sits right there. 
So they've been attacked the Second Amendment long ago when they passed in the 1934 when they said you couldn't have the cops with a machine gun. When they said, well, no, no, Americans couldn't be trusted. Then they kept finding ways to chip away with it. Glenn, on my page, I have to debate people all the time because I'm out of Jamal and I have a conservative, um, talk, conservative page, I do videos. But Glenn, I have to debate people and explain to them, <laughs> driving a car is not a right. Yes, That's I know. The Second Amendment <laughs> is a right. I know. Well, it, they don't even think, they, they, they don't think the, the the forefathers, Glenn, they don't think the forefathers knew about automatics, but if you do history, they had the puckle gun. The forefathers <laughs> knew about automatics. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jamal, you are, you are spot on, and like I said at the beginning, way ahead of the uh, the average person. Uh, I will correct one thing. It didn't start with the uh, Tommy gun. It, uh, it, it started with Reconstruction. That's when the Democrats uh, first came after the guns and they came after the guns with the African-American community for their own protection. That way they could ride in with the Klan at night. Thanks, Jamal, for your call. Dick, uh, quickly in California. Yes, good morning. Hey. Sir, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Uh, Can we ratchet this back to the original stimulus for the conversation, which happened to be the comments by Vice President Pence and President Trump yesterday? Sure. Um, this whole discussion has come into a, what I call a plate of spaghetti as compared to a waffle. Uh, the, the idea here seems to be, and let me tell you where I'm coming from. I flew in the Navy. I carried weapons. I'm a lifer with the NRA, but not because of any uh, extreme sensibility sure, sure. to the Second Amendment, which I support. But there are also many other amendments that support the rights of other people mm-hmm. that are to be protected against someone who has violated the Second Amendment, which yes. this guy did. He mm-hmm. violated the Second Amendment. And uh, if, if we were to look at the comments by Vice President Pence, he says, you know, uh, go, to, go through the uh, due process to the courts. And President Trump comes in and says, take the guns away. Well, in order for us to take the gun away from that man, we would have had to get a search warrant. Is that not true? Yes. Well, how do you get a search warrant? Do you go to court or do you go to a judge, you which is a, not right? He's a court officer, but it's not going to court. You can get a search warrant in a heartbeat. And that's, I think, where, where President Trump was coming from. You get that search warrant based on all of the red flags that came through for, what, two years previously with this guy? So if you're going to do that, <laughs> President Trump is saying shortcut that that system to the law, which is a search warrant, and not go through the due process, which takes a lot no, of time. No, there's a, there's a difference between a search warrant, um, because that is, that is saying that I can violate the Fourth Amendment, and I can search because we have reason to believe there is something on the premises that will convict you of the crime, that we have enough evidence that we've brought to a judge to say, we think we can find this here. That's not to take it uh, uh, to take your possessions away and violate another amendment. You for the Second Amendment, you need another procedure, not just a judge. I think we have enough secret courts, quite honestly. Glenn Beck, the Blaze Radio Network.